April 4th, day 29. Condemnation, conviction. Any fool can criticize, complain, and condemn, and most fools do, but it takes character and self-control to be understanding and forgiving. Dale Carnegie. I want to forget it. I try to forget it. I pray to forget it, but I can't. The memories, the embarrassment, the shame, they're still there. And the more I try and quiet them, the louder they seem to get. And it's not just me, it's him. It's the prowler. In Revelation chapter 12, he's called the accuser. He's the one who reminds us. He's the one who criticizes us. He's the one who indicts us and condemns us. At least he tries. He's the one who diseases our memories with pain, who brings to mind all we've tried to forget. Our sins, our folly, our guilt, our shame, all that we've done and all that we've failed to do. These are some of his favorite weapons. And it's shrewd, for if he can get us to relive our past, he has no need to fear our future or our present. But it's all a distraction. It's all a game. Don't focus on Jesus, the tempter whispers. Don't think about grace. Think about you, your waywardness and wantonness and sin. Think about all you've done and all you've become. God can't love someone like you. Others, sure, but not you. Distraction and lies, the devil's native tongue. For Satan already knows with certainty what faith tells us is true. That in the face of deception, the truth sets us free. The accuser already knows with certainty that he's no match for the advocate. He knows that there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. But that doesn't keep him from trying. Just because he knows that it's true, it doesn't mean that we know it's true. In his book, The Pilgrim's Progress, John Bunyan describes a battle between the accuser, Apollyon, and Christian in the Valley of Humiliation. One of Apollyon's strategies is to recite a laundry list of Christian sins. Thou didst faint at first setting out, when thou wast almost choked in the gulf of despond. Thou didst attempt wrong ways to be rid of thy burden, whereas thou shouldst have stayed till thy prince had taken it off. Thou didst sinfully sleep and lose thy choice thing. Thou wast almost persuaded to go back at the sight of the lions, and when thou talkest of thy journey and of what thou hast heard and seen, thou art inwardly desirous of vain glory in all that thou sayest or doest. Christian's response to the accuser is full of humility and faith. All this is true and much more which thou hast left out. But the prince whom I serve and honor is merciful and ready to forgive. But besides these infirmities possessed me in thy country, for there I sucked them in, and I have groaned under them been sorry for them, and have attained pardon of my prince. It's clear, even through the archaic early modern English, at the mention of Christ's forgiveness, Apollyon flies into rage. The accuser cannot abide the fact that his claims, his accusations, are overcome by the grace of God in Christ Jesus our Savior. Are there areas of our lives that need healing? Absolutely. Are there sins we need to confess? Yes, but our Lord does not accuse. He does not condemn. He does not use shame or judgment or fear. Jesus uses grace. He uses mercy and compassion and love. He doesn't use guilt that pushes us away. Christ uses conviction that draws us near.